TikTok. It's the latest social media trend that everybody seems to be spending a time on. So how can you leverage it for your local business? Andrew Carlson joins me on today's podcast episode and shares some insights as to how you could leverage TikTok for your local business. Welcome back to the Local Business Podcast. I am your host, Bruce Irving. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let me first off say, if you haven't yet, go check out our website, thebruceirving.com. That's where we're going to take all the show notes for this episode and link everything Andrew mentions in this episode. You know, TikTok is something that I've had my eye on for the last year, and I haven't necessarily figured it out or figured out exactly what I want to do on that platform or what local businesses should be doing on that platform. I'm not dancing and I'm not singing. And I'm sure there's a lot of folks listening to this podcast right now that are saying the same thing. So I wanted Andrew to come on, who is leveraging TikTok. He's gone from zero to over 100,000 followers in the last three months. And he's completely pivoted the way he's used it for his business. He's not hopping on trends. He's literally growing a following specifically based on how he wants to use it for his business. So I invited him on. Andrew and I go back a long ways. We're friends for many, probably the last four or five years now. If you've checked out our Smart Pizza Marketing podcast, he's been a guest on that show before. But I really wanted to focus on TikTok today, and I really wanted to focus on how you can use it, how to figure it out, and how to get eyeballs, and how to get those, not not only how to get those eyeballs on your TikTok content, but how to get those TikTok eyeballs off of TikTok onto your local business, and Andrew shares a great way to do that. She has a lot of examples, and we talk a lot about techniques and ideas, and we really hash out a lot of things that you can do to leverage the popularity of TikTok right now for your local business. So that's on today's episode of the show. If you need some help from us, you can do that over on our website, thebruceirving.com. We have a mastermind group. You can hop into that. That is monthly calls with us, private Facebook group. We help you access all of the information we have available and help you grow your local business. So if you're looking to figure out Facebook ads or Instagram or YouTube or TikTok, we have experts join us every month inside of our mastermind group. And you can check that out over at thebruceirving.com. All right, let's get into today's episode with Andrew Carlson, all about TikTok. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I'm excited for my guest, my good friend, Andrew Carlson, coming all the way from Los Angeles. Andrew is an expert and influencer, and he helps experts and influencers show up confidently in business, eliminating productivity panic, technology overwhelm, and creator burnout. He's been doing a really good job on TikTok, so I wanted to have him come on here pick his brain a little bit, ask him what you should be doing on TikTok, and maybe even what I should be doing on TikTok. So Andrew, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I very much appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me on the podcast, Bruce. I'm super excited about it. You know, we've been friends for a while now, uh, and I've been watching what you're doing and following your advice that you've been giving inside of the TikTok Facebook group. And, you know, I've been always curious about TikTok. I've been watching it for a little bit now, but I've never really figured it out. Never really figured out how I could leverage it, and not only myself, but like how could businesses leverage it? So I said, you know what? Andrew's gone from zero to what? You have over 100,000 followers now on TikTok. You've experimented Mm -hmm. with a whole bunch of different things. You've shown a bunch of people what they should be doing. So who better to have come on the podcast and kind of join and uh, share some tips on TikTok than you? So I very much appreciate you doing it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited. I love the platform. So anything I can share and help with to understand it better, because it's a confusing platform if you've never seen it before. 100%, especially if you're not like native to the whole atmosphere of TikTok. Now, 
um, give a little background about what you're up to right now. Sure, absolutely. So I kind of took TikTok. I used to work in the restaurant consulting business, learned marketing. I really understood how to leverage social media for businesses. And then I was like, okay, I got burnt out from the restaurant industry. I was struggling through things mentally. And I said, okay, I need to figure out the next step. What's my next evolution of business? And it kind of went back to the roots of what I was doing was when I've been trained in NLP and trained in hypnotherapy, I was like, there's a lot of mental health stuff going on that I want to really help bring forward of how the mind actually works. So what better way to utilize that than social media, um, especially with everything that we've been going through the last right. few months, it's like going on to TikTok. that's the next generation. That's a younger generation. It's not people that are in their fifties and sixties where they're hanging out. It's like the 12 to 18 year olds. And what's really cool is that the biggest group of people on the platform are between the ages of 18 to 35. Right. Um, and now it's actually allowed for old, the older generation to actually pop on the platform. But I've really switched gears into more people understand it as life coaching, but it's more breakthrough coaching uh, because I actually help people process how the mind works. And then we're able to shift through that. And then the influencer realm, all of my industry knowledge of business, helping influencers actually shift from just allowing themselves to have a platform and make money through brand sponsorships to actually building a business outside of that. So if something were to happen tomorrow with TikTok or YouTube or anything, they would still have a business today. That's smart because, you know, these platforms come and go. Um, and, you know, Facebook and Instagram have been around for the little while. Those are the ones everybody really knows. But, you know, these platforms, they come and go. And you never know if they're going to be really hot today and gone tomorrow. And you see a lot of the people who build up these followings and they're solely reliant on that one platform. So it's a smart strategy to be able to kind of like pull people off and be able to monetize and grow their businesses without being reliant on that platform. Mm -hmm. So why TikTok for you? Like what made you attracted to TikTok and get started on that platform? So TikTok started off, I learned about it back in October and it was one of those things where I downloaded it and I was weirded out. I opened <laughs> up the app and there were like, <laughs> there were like 15 year old girl dancing and like stuff that didn't really make sense. And I was trying to scroll through it. I'm like, what makes this platform so attractive to people? And I got sucked in. Like when I got sucked in, I got sucked in by all of these trends because they're unique. They're fun. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly what trend it was, but they were just, it was different. It was something refreshing. It wasn't a perfect Instagram photo with a caption and like hashtag blessed. It wasn't Facebook where you're just seeing sponsored ad after sponsored ad. It was something that was raw, real, and just wasn't filtered. And yeah. I was like, okay, that's interesting. So I started dabbling in the platform, made some videos, had a lot of fun with it. I was like, but I didn't really truly understand what I was doing. I was following the trends, doing the dances, and I shouldn't ever dance. Trust me. <laughs> you and me both, my friend. <laughs> so I learned, don't follow the trends. Don't focus on any of that stuff and kind of stay in your own lane when it comes to TikTok. But it was interesting because I told my friend who is an, a resin artist, I was like, you need to get on the platform. There's not a lot of people that are doing art stuff on the platform. So after about a month and a half of hesitation, she finally did it. And she went from zero to 300,000 followers in three months. And then now she's over, over 800,000 followers. Crazy. She went from somebody who wasn't selling her art, but she was making a bunch of art. Her studio was packed with art. She just never sold it. She did graphic design work. But with TikTok, that allowed her to grow her following over, like basically overnight. She gained 100,000 followers overnight by consistently posting, of course. But within six months, she was fully reliant on her art. She's been in major publications. 
and she can't ever even keep up with the demand for her art anymore. So That's she's been crazy. able to increase her prices. Wow. You know, TikTok, I noticed, is one of the only platforms around right now that has the ability to, like, overnight, you're going to get 10,000 followers. Like, you can't do that on Instagram or Facebook. You may have a post kind of go viral on Instagram or Facebook, but it's not going to go as viral or it doesn't have the potential to go as viral as a post on TikTok does. Out of nowhere, it seems to be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, from when I started back in February, I was posting two to three times per day, 15 to 30 second videos, day in and day out. And I was only getting like one or two followers. And I was like, what's, why is everyone else getting so much success that I'm not? And then, <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> and then in April, uh, April 8th, I was at, I just had hit 2000 followers and I was so excited. I was like 2000 followers. I posted a video and then three days later, I woke up and I, saw my notifications, I had 40,000 followers. Jeez. And then the next week, I was already at 80,000 followers. And by the end of April, I was at 100,000 followers because of one video. That's crazy. So did, was it like the same kind of videos you were posting, kind of figuring out why? Or was it, did you switch it up a little bit? No. So when I, back in February, I joined a TikTok mastermind with my coach. And he basically said, figure out what it is that you want to do yep. and want to talk about. Figure out a style that works for you and run with it. So for somebody who talks about mindset, I basically was like, how can I make sure that they are so focused on what I'm saying that they are not going to get distracted for the next 15 to 30 seconds? So I stand very close to the camera. So they only see like my face and a little bit of my chest, yep. but I'm talking directly to them. Like they're the only person in the room. And that kind of became my style. And I developed that over two months. And then along with the thing that you really want to focus on is how can you get them to watch the video two, three, four times. And the one thing that stuck out is they said, even without sound, I couldn't stop watching you. Really? And that was something that was really interesting. That's great. So can you watch? So if someone wants to watch the video again, do they just, is there a replay button? No, it just continues to loop. Oh, okay. So it's almost like a GIF where it just mm -hmm. continues to go around and around and around as many times as, that, as long as that video is. Yes. And that has to do so the longer or the more times someone watches that video, that probably helps the algorithm. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. So there's there's the hearts, which are likes. There's commenting, which is great. Yep. But the two metrics that you really want to have people focus on is sharing and then rewatching. The average watch time, if you can get it to as close to the full video as possible, if not over, the, over it. So the thing that made my video go viral was that the average watch time was at least six to 10 replays of that video. Wow. And the more time you have people rewatching and sharing, the more your video will be pushed to more people in the algorithm. So the algorithm is completely different than any other social media platform out there. Whereas that basically, because when you first start off to the platform, your first one to six videos are your most important. And it's going to test the waters to see if your contest is content is something worth watching. Huh. If it's not, your views go down and you have to really build consistency to build up the viewership. If it is something where people are liking, commenting, following and engaging with you, then you're going to get that pushed out to a lot more people a lot quicker. And that's where the virality happens. Interesting. So if you have a, vi a video that goes viral or like your next couple videos really important after that? Yes and no. Okay. The interesting thing about that is my next video flopped or really? didn't do as well. And the reason for that is because I posted right away. You typically, if you're having a viral video, you want to allow it at least 24 hours to build that momentum. So then it gets stayed out there. But the interesting thing about the viral videos is the amount of followers you have that's attached to that viral video, that's your audience. 
that's the stuff that they want to continue to see. So if you're branching out into other different variations of things, which I did, because I was like, okay, I don't want to just do mind games because Disney Plus has mind games, Netflix has mind games. It's certain, it's important for how the mind works. Right. But I also want to talk about like mental health. The mental health stuff doesn't do as well as the mind games. But at the end of the day, I'm still getting my content to the people that matter. So I never focused on the numbers. That wasn't something that was like, well, this video, I'm taking this video down. It didn't work. Right. I focused on, okay, if I'm getting the majority of my followers from mind games, that's still a very important thing for my, for my niche, but I'm also going to be doing a few other things. So I just have to be aware that my end goal isn't to go viral on TikTok. My end goal is to build clientele from TikTok. Now, can you send people, for people who aren't familiar with TikTok, can you send people off of TikTok? Are there any clickable links? Yes. So you can have one clickable link. Everyone tries to do the link tree and that never works because you typically people put link tree and they have like five or six different links. Right. People get confused, they click off the link tree. So what's the one place that you want them to go? For local businesses, have them go to your website. If you're a restaurant, have them go, go because the thing about it is the first original push are going to be people in your area. If you go viral, it's going to be people from all over the world. Right. But you can go viral in your local area because everything is focused right away in your local vicinity. Interesting. Now let's go back. Can we go back for a second to the art, uh, the the person who was doing art and was going yeah. viral on the art? Because I would love to see or hear about like what kind of content she's producing for art. So for art, she basically does videos. So with TikTok, you there's a style that you want to film. So you can continue to cut. They like shortcuts. So what she did was she showed her process of creating the art. So she would show the process, a few seconds of one clip, then the next clip, and then towards the end of the video, you will see the full thing. Oh. Um, which for a resin artist, that takes two, three, four, sometimes even a week two, three, four days, up to a week, sometimes three weeks. Right. So it's a huge process for her to film these videos. But then we also attach music to it. And TikTok has a library of music that they're wanting to push because TikTok basically runs the music industry right now. Or the music industry runs TikTok, I should say. You know, that is a good point too, because on the music, like if you use music on Facebook or Instagram, you get dinged for it. Like they take the video down or the photo down. On TikTok, mm -hmm. it's like they almost want you to use the music on there. Yeah, because they have they have deals with the musicians and with the the record labels where they get a certain amount of playtime. And the goal is to get a certain amount of playtime. Like Drake released his new album or new song Tootsie Slide, created a dance for it, released it a week prior on TikTok before it even aired, and it became one of the largest singles out there. Listen, if you ever want to if you ever have an hour to spend and you you have to get by like if you're in the, in an office or somewhere waiting in the car and you have an hour that you need to spend and you wanted like it to go by quick, go on TikTok for a second. You'll get you'll get trapped in there for like an hour. You will. You literally just hit the up scroll and you just sit in there and before you know it, 45 minutes goes by and your wife's like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> I'm like, "I don't know what I'm doing. I don't even know where the time went. I just was literally opened this app and 45 minutes of my life went away." Well, that's the interesting thing. The average watch time for TikTok right now is three and a half hours per day. <laughs> oh, listen, if you look at the girls that are in my house, my daughters and my wife, I'll tell you that's that's a little that's a little short. <laughs> They're probably spending about six hours a day on TikTok. But like, that's what happens though, right? It sucks you in, and like, if you're interesting and you can really create a video that is entertaining or educational or something like that in the in the creative way that TikTok likes the video 
you know, you could really get a lot of eyeballs on that video. Now, that mm-hmm. being said, there's a lot of boring ass business owners listening to this podcast right now. So how the heck do we get on TikTok and including myself, I'm in that category. How do I get on TikTok and create content on there without being a real exciting person? So <laughs> that's an interesting question because you don't really need to be an exciting person. Yeah. You just have to be a elevated version of yourself. Okay. So there's like a pizzeria owner who's on there and I sent him to you like six months ago. I was like, Bruce, you should talk to this guy. Is that Sardo's uh, Pizza? Yeah, Sardo's Pizza. I meant and- to, uh, we, we've been emailing and exchanging, but like the last couple of weeks has been a little crazy, but I he is on my radar. I definitely checked but him out. He's an interesting character. Like for the average person, they probably would just scroll by him, but he's always like, are you rolling? Are you rolling? And then he just like, his personality shines through and you're like, I don't care what he's saying. I'm going to watch the rest of this video. Yeah. So it's the thing that I always like to look at it as is what's the hook that gets people to continue to watch. So it's like a blog article. What's the headline. Yep. So when it comes to a TikTok video, basically what's the headline that's going to suck them in for the rest of the video and how do you stay entertaining? And the best way to do that is to take a look at what your business actually is. Mindset stuff isn't that entertaining. People are like, yeah, mental health is cool, but it's also a depressing topic. Because when you want to talk about anxiety or depression, like this is just, right. but mind games and how the mind processes information is fun. So I'm able to tie the two things together and I do it in a, in a upbeat way. So when it comes to any kind of business owner, I mean, you can follow the trends because the trends are going to be there to help you because like they do have a, like a small business Saturday where you can do clips of yourself in your, in your place of business. But it's what is the message and the end goal that you want to receive from TikTok? Is, do you want to get customers into your door? Do you want to get publicity? Do you want to have all of these? So you want to break it down into what's the objective and the outcome that you want from the platform first. Okay. Because people are look at Facebook, they look at Instagram and they just post just to post. I have to post. So I'm just going to post something right. and it's boring. No one's reading it. Um, so look at what's an exciting thing about your business that would get people to say, Hmm, I want to check them out. And that start there, like start picking apart the pieces of it because like with you, you're very entertaining and listening to your podcast, everyone's always like, Ooh, he has something to say. So if you could take some like one piece of information that would help business owners, like for you, Bruce, you should be giving tips that would lead people to your podcast because TikTok, I look at TikTok as lead generation. Okay. Because the whole goal about posting a new video to TikTok is you're getting a fresh new group of people every single time. The goal isn't to get the followers just to continue to make content for your followers. You should look at every single time I'm making a video, it's going to a fresh new group of people. Your followers will see it eventually, but when you log on to Facebook, or not Facebook, when you actually open up TikTok, you're always on the For You page. Yeah, I noticed that. So there's the following and the For You page. So you're always on the For You page first. Most people are not clicking to the follow page. So even if they follow you, Chances are they're never going to see your next video again. That's crazy. I, I do that myself because I open up TikTok and it's the For You page. And I'm like, and my old ass says, what the heck? Why, where are all the people I'm following? Like, where are they? And then I'm like, oh, there's a different tab there that says following. I got to click on that one. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that people, the biggest mistakes that they make is that they follow people that entertain them. What you want to do as a business owner is follow people in your niche. 
So follow other small business owners, look at what they're doing, look at the videos that are succeeding, because then your For You page will be curated to the small business people and you'll start to get all of that stuff. So if you're like a restaurant, you should follow restaurants, only restaurants, because you're gonna get your For You page to be more of restaurant stuff. And you're telling the algorithm, this is the type of audience I'm looking for. Oh, okay, I gotta retrain my, uh, my, uh, my algorithm then. Yeah, it's going to take about a week. Uh, does it really? How do you retrain the algorithm? Just by going to specific accounts and viewing accounts like that and only that? Yes. So that's... I would basically slowly, over the course of a few days, unfollow everyone that's not in your niche or yep. in the niche that you want to be in and then start following people that are in your niche. Look at hashtags. And the thing about hashtags, it's not like Instagram. Only use one to three hashtags with your videos, but use the hashtags to find people in your niche so you can do research first. Interesting. So for me, let me just run this idea by a based off what you just said. So if I was going to get really started on TikTok and I have a TikTok account, I'm the Bruce Irving on TikTok. It's kind of a hot mess because I'm not really sure what I'm doing on there. Um, so from what I'm gathering, here's an idea that I thought of just by what you just said I should do. So I should take each podcast and kind of maybe give a 20 to 30 second clip, but like jump cut the clips and maybe give like the top three things I got out of the podcast. 100 percent absolutely because i was talking to my friend who she does live video coaching and she's like okay so how does tiktok what would make people interested enough to drive them off the platform because it is so powerful people have built instagram followings and youtube channels overnight simply because they tell their followers to go from one section to the next okay so you could basically say top three things that i learned with x podcast or whatever the title of the podcast is and then boom, 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 like say the one, say two, say three, and then you're going to add captions to each one. And then if you want to check out the whole, the whole video, check it out on either Instagram, if it's on IGTV or check it out on the podcast link is in the bio. Excellent. So it'd be like, here's my example. So three things I learned on the podcast with Andrew Carlson, one, TikTok is amazing Two, be fun. Three, I'm old, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Because you're using humor. You're giving them something to anticipate. Okay, so there's a series of three, one, two, three. And as long as you're using uh, the subtitles that kind of flash with each individual one, so they're only two to three seconds long, you're keeping into account the average span of attention span so that they're going to stay at um, visual, like they'll stay on the video to see what's the end of it. And if you want to know a secret, you can say top five things and only give four. That's going to cause people to go crazy and make your video go viral. Really? <laughs> yeah, because they, they'll all say, where's number five? Where's number five? Uh, where's number five? But you are you can say number five is gonna be on the podcast. Uh, Just go check it out. That's so amazing. you're basically opening a loop that's causing their subconscious mind to say, I need to know what this is. I'm gonna go check out the podcast now. So can you, do you at the end of your video have to tell them like, go click the link in my bio like you would on Instagram or do they just automatically know to do that if you say it? So the thing that's my, the reason why I was able to go from zero to 112,000 in three months is because I always have a call to action. Okay. Most people don't. And they wonder why they have a video that got 10 million views, but they only got 5,000 followers from it because you need to tell your audience what you want them to do. So I always have a call to action at the end of every single video, because chances are your core following, you're going to start building a community. They're not going to care that there's a call to action at the end of every single video. I changed mine up, but the biggest call to action I have is to follow, click the follow button to learn more because that's going to get them to re-engage. So that's how I built my following, but I'm kind of switching things up now and I'm telling them to go off platform. 
So basically you want to say, if you want to learn more about this, check out the link in my bio. And then it, it drags them to over there. And then wherever you want them to go, you just update that link in your bio. Mm -hmm. I'm bringing out a new book in the fall. And basically I made a video about it. And I was like, so if you want to get on the wait list, all you have to do is click the link in the bio. And I got 5,000 signups overnight. Jesus. Because the video went viral though. The video had to like, it had to be an entertaining and educational video right. to get people intrigued. But the power of leveraging it as a lead generation magnet is so powerful when it comes to organic reach. So if you're a pizzeria restaurant and you wanted to do this, um, I actually know one. Uh, I think I did a podcast on the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, uh, Pizza Man Brand. He kind of does uh, videos on TikTok, and what he does is he'll like say, "Hey, want to make a pepperoni pizza? Here's how you do it. You grab the dough, and he puts like it's a jump cut dough down, pound it out. He pounds it out, jump cut, puts the sauce on, puts the cheese on, puts the pepperoni on, cut, puts it in the oven, takes it out. But it's all jump cut together, so it's like each each segment is like two or three seconds long, and then mm -hmm. the video is like thirty or forty seconds. And he has like I don't know how many followers he has, but it's it's a pretty large number of followers." Just by doing that. So you could do that with – like think about whatever business you're in. How can you kind of put videos together in a fun or entertaining way but like make them short and be able to be consumable quickly? Mm -hmm. And always use jump cuts. That's the biggest thing that I've learned is even though I'm looking at the camera, I'll start doing different positions. Yeah, I And you'll that. see me jump around. But a lot of the times – so you don't want to always go viral. The people that push your video to go viral are the children. They're the 12 to 15 year olds that are like, ha, this is super funny, but I've actually deconstructed how to actually create viral worthy content because you want to break your content down into something that's so bite-sized and share worthy for a 12 year old. But if you're going to be focusing on business and you want people to come into your business or drive business to you, then you don't always have to worry about what's going to drive them viral. It's what's going to help your audience that's going to say, Hey, I want to know more about this person or, Hey, I need to go to this place of business. There's a, there's a bakery in Vegas. She was always on TikTok every single morning. She would make a video, a couple jump cuts, but she was in a kitchen. Like, Hey, just want to let you know, I appreciate you. And like, she was just motivational and empowering. Yeah. And then she would talk about her business and someday she'd come out and be like, Oh, we just got slammed all night long. It's so exhausting. I can't do this anymore. Like life of a chef, you know, all of those things. And then her business went from nothing, like they were struggling, to being so packed, lying out the door that she couldn't even keep up. Seriously? Yeah. Well, I know that Cyro's pizza guy. I know I've talked to him like through messages, mm -hmm. and people have come from miles, hundreds of miles away to go visit his pizzeria from TikTok. Absolutely. Because a lot of times people say, oh, it's just for children. But I've seen people like I've had influencer friends who actually went on one of Gary V's lives and basically donated enough money to do a live with him. Yeah. And they asked him, would you be willing to speak here? Speak at this event for, for this thing. And he said, yep. Like they're people are getting so many opportunities because of TikTok. They're getting tons of business. They're getting more followers across all the platforms. People are driving and flying from all over the place to come see their local business because they love who they are. Right. They become influencers in their own right. So it's all about, how can you capture the attention of somebody enough and long enough to make them want to know who you are? Fascinating. Now, is there a length of time that you should wait? So say I'm doing these videos, right? And I, how long should I wait before I realize that they're not the right videos to do on TikTok? It really will depend upon your analytics. So make sure that you upgrade to a pro account. It's yep. free. It's in your settings. Just make sure you do that because then you'll get analytics. Right. So what you'll want to do is... Every 24 hours, look at your analytics. 
see what's working, what's not working, because it'll say, okay, was it the right posting time? Was it something that's interesting? But before you do anything, research hashtags in your niche of stuff that you want to do. Look at the videos that do really well, and then kind of model that. Look at how you can do it with your own unique spin. Right. And that's what really worked for me. So I would look at all the small businesses. I would look at all the people that are in your in your industry and just say, okay, so that's what they're doing. How can I do it that brings my personality out into it? And then you have about 24 to 36 hours before you get your analytics back uh, with all the things that have been happening right now um, in mid 2020. It's a little slower because right. it takes a little longer to, because there's just so many more people on the platform. But you have to remember, once the, everyone starts going back to work, all, half the people that are on TikTok right now, will, or the creators anyway, will drop off. So as long as you're consistently posting throughout the rest of this year and uh, into next year, your videos are going to be seen. Do you think TikTok is going to be here for a while? I do. And the reason for that is because the, the umbrella company is called ByteDance. They're out of the Grand Cayman Islands right now. Um, they is, have that Grand a... is that Grand Cayman Islands? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they actually, their new CEO is the C the person that was in charge of Disney Plus, the Disney Plus line. Yeah, I read that. So, Smart move a, by them. Yeah, absolutely. But what is actually happening is they have a duplicate app overseas called Doyin. So if you would actually research Doyin, they've already they're releasing every all the new stuff that TikTok is doing has already been tested and trued and tried over there. So they already have local business analytics over there. They already have like geotagging where it actually sends people to the direct location where oh, they wow. can actually click a button and say get directions. Like, so they're so much more advanced overseas right now when it comes to that. So they're rolling everything out on TikTok, the same exact strategies and the same exact way they did with Doyen. So I don't think it's going to be like Vine where it just disappears. I think right. it's here to stay. And most people are like, if it's here to stay, I don't even know how to use it. And right, right now you have about a six to 12 month window before it becomes a little too oversaturated. Kind of like what Instagram did two or three years ago. Yep, absolutely. It's, you know, it is hard. And I don't think that it'll ever get to... I don't think business, not every business, like every business can kind of use Instagram right now. It's pretty, it's pretty easy to use, right? You take a mm -hmm. good photo, you take a video, you put it on there, you use some hashtags and some copy. I don't yeah. think every business is going to be able to figure out TikTok or, or it, figure it out enough to make it useful for their business. So yeah, I think there is opportunity still. Absolutely. And I see it time and time again with the mastermind that I'm in. People come in, like whether they're dancers, whether they're business owners, whether they're restaurant owners, and they've all been able to carve out their own niche. Like, therapists have been able to fill their practice over the last few months simply because they've been able to understand and leverage TikTok. And it doesn't always have to be super entertaining. It could be educational. Right now, educational content is being pushed out to the masses right now. So just look at how you can have a unique spin to what's already working in something that's different. If you follow the trends, the algorithm already favors those who already have figured that out in their niche. Right. So when people do mind games, they don't get as much push as I do because I'm one of the bigger creators when it comes to mind games. And yeah, there are ones that are bigger than me. But when it comes to uh, dancing and all the trends, they already have their core group of of creators who does that. And they know that their their audience is already loving that. So find your unique thing that works for you that drives traffic to your Instagram, that drives traffic to your YouTube, that drives traffic to your Facebook. My friend is using it to drive traffic to her Facebook lives. So you can do all of these things to boost your other profiles out because TikTok may not, like if it decides to go away next year, at least you've been able to 
monetize on the other platforms then. Yeah. And just do yourself a little bit of a favor. Don't read all the comments. Correct. Because sometimes the comments are trash. <laughs> 50 percent of the time the yeah. comments are trash just like twitter or instagram or anything else those comments can pump you up and then tear you down that is for sure absolutely because it's like it's always this person with the ra random cartoon profile pic too they say some nasty stuff to you absolutely um what about live is tiktok live a thing yeah so you have to get a thousand followers first to go live so the thing that i love about lives is that it's monetizable already so they have these things called stickers they're gifts uh, so people can donate to you um but it's kind of like you want it to be like a tv show where every single week they know you're going to be live okay and it's all about going live on tiktok is about building community like posting videos two to three times a day on tiktok is going to help you with the new reach but it's when you go live where you're actually able to build that really strong community of people that will do absolutely anything for you I currently have, whenever I go live, I tend to go live Monday through Friday every single day. Do you? 5 p.m. Pacific. I've stopped over the last couple of weeks just because of everything. I'm like, I just need to figure out a new strategy. Right, right. Because it was very high production, like high energy, all of these things. But as long as you go live and stay in your niche and like you could have fun, hey, I want to show you about the business today. And these are the new products and all these things that have come in. This is what I'm excited about. Or these are my employees. Like you're basically engaging with the community because they're going to want to know more about you and as long as you stay true to your niche and i have friends that only go live once once a week but it helps really build the community around you where do those videos live once the live is over they're gone so they disappear they disappear interesting is there no way to save them even to your phone i mean if you want to screen record the whole thing you're more than welcome to and uh, so you see that still being valuable where you can't repurpose that content like anything else but it's just so it's it's literally just solely to build community and hang out with people absolutely yeah and the really cool thing though about it is if you're doing like if you are doing something really cool on another social media platform you can say if you stick around to the end of this live i'm gonna i have an announcement to make and as the best thing that I want to do is make sure that we get the most people in here. So if you can go ahead and share this live with people and all your friends, and if we get to a hundred, hundred, hundred viewers, I'll give you, I'll say my announcement. Huh. And basically it's getting them to share your profile across. So I've been able to actually build a thousand followers from an hour live wow. because people are sharing and they're donating. So I'm monetizing. I'm also getting my business out there and I'm making an announcement to say, hey, there's something really cool happening on my IGTV right now. Go check it out. And they all go flock over there. Wow, that's pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I mean, I know that you could go live, but I, I don't know if it's just I when I'm on the platform, I just didn't see anybody live, but I never really saw anybody do a live on there. So they in the next few months, they're really pushing lives. So the lives have started to be integrated in with the For You page now, Yep. where if you scroll enough times and you, you may even not be following them, but they'll have a live thing come up. So they're pushing lives like right now, like they did with Facebook a few years back. So if you can build a viewership to a thousand, start going live right away. It's going to help drive your videos and push you out to the algorithm even more because TikTok is saying, okay, they are putting effort into creating content they are building a strong community of people. I want to help them push that out to even more people. And it's fascinating that it's all 100% mobile, right? Mm -hmm, 100%. So it just goes to show you the importance of 
your business being able to be viewed on a phone nowadays. Absolutely. Can you use it on an iPad? Yeah, you can use it on an iPad. Is it, how do you, so how long does it take you? So your videos are generally between 20 and 40 seconds. Is that what you said? Mm -hmm. How long yep. does it take you to, uh, and you, where, where is your user handle actually, if people want to go check you out on TikTok? Uh, it's shift into action now. Okay. And we'll link it up in the show notes if you're listening to this later. Um, but how long does it take you to generally produce one of those videos? About five minutes. That's all? From, from script to filming to editing to saving or publishing. Really? Five minutes per video. Yeah. Now, what about in the beginning? In the beginning, it took about a half hour. So in, as with anything, right? It gets easier with time. Like when I first started the podcast, for me to edit a podcast took hours. Now I can edit a podcast in 10 minutes. Absolutely. And it's one of those things where when you first start learning the editor on TikTok, it's so confusing. It's like, how, why does this stuff even work? But once you understand it and comprehend the functionality of everything, it's so easy. Interesting. Well, this was fascinating, Andrew. I appreciate you joining me on the podcast. I learned a ton. I'm going to actually go. You, you motivated me to kind of not only did you motivate me to get going on TikTok, but you gave me a little inspiration as to what the heck I should do, because I was a little I was a little confused as what kind of content I should produce and if I should even spend my time. So I'm going to give it a go. If you follow me, uh, I am at the Bruce Irving on TikTok. Maybe I don't want to guarantee I'm going to be producing content, but I'm definitely going to think about it. I'm definitely going to try to produce a couple pieces over the next couple weeks. All right. That's awesome. I'm so excited that I inspired you. And the really cool thing about there's a cool podcast community right now on TikTok where they've been actually able to leverage their a new podcast and they've been able to get over a hundred thousand downloads per episode simply because of TikTok. Get the right driving time. traffic over from TikTok to their podcast. They've been able to go and it only took them six months. Wow. So you're telling so been me able to, you should really put a call to action at the end of your video. A hundred percent. If you want them, if you, if your goal is to get more listenership yeah. for your podcast, a hundred percent. Wow. Where can people go follow you or say hello to you? Or if they want to check out what you do and hire you, where should they go? On social media, it's shift into action now across the board. And then also, if you want to check me out online, it's www.shiftintoactionnow.com. Do you do coaching on TikTok? If someone wanted to hire you to help them come up with a TikTok strategy, do you do that? Yes, absolutely. They can find that on your website? Um, they'll just have to, there's a contact form and just let me know TikTok because I actually work with a bunch of the biggest influencers when it comes to TikTok consulting. Yeah. I learned from them and he's just gotten so busy. So I was like, can I utilize some of these strategies to help other business owners? And he's like, please do. I can't help everyone. Yeah. So I know strategies that big brands pay him big money for. So come talk to me. All right, perfect. We'll link all that up in the show notes. Andrew, fascinating conversation. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it, my friend. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Andrew, for joining me on the podcast. I appreciate your insights. If you want to learn more about what Andrew does and how he can help you, go over to thebruceirving.com. We took all the show notes for you over there. We linked up Andrew's social, his Insta, uh, his TikTok account, almost an Instagram account there, well, which we will too. But his TikTok account, his website, all the information we mentioned on this episode will be available over there. Do me a favor. If you haven't yet, leave me a review on iTunes. That would very much help the podcast. We've done about 20 episodes of the show now. Who knows how long we're going to do this, but I, I'm excited to see the feedback and hear your questions and that you've listened to a podcast and you got something out of it. So your feedback is welcome. It's very much appreciated. And you can do that with me over at Instagram at thebruceirving.com. And if you want, I am on TikTok. I haven't really been super active on there to be brutally honest with everybody the last couple of months, but I am going to take Andrew's insights. And over the next few weeks, I am going to put them into action. And I invite you to take some action with me.
Tag me on TikTok if you do put out videos and you listen to this podcast. I want to see. Or if you are leveraging TikTok and you're getting some pretty good results out of it, message me on Instagram at the Bruce Irving on Instagram and let me know what your handle is and I'll give you a follow and see what you're up to and maybe we can chat here on the podcast. Uh, but that's it for me, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Local Business Podcast. We'll see you right here next week on the show. <laughs>